You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Welcome back. I'm Heather Caro. I'm Teresa Curley. And we are your hosts this morning for Real Presence Live. Thank you for joining us. Such a beautiful day out there, isn't it? Like, it is- literally. Oh, I last night it was warmer outside. No, I lost that thought. Okay, it was warmer outside last night. (laughs) No way! My brain just like froze, and there we end. So, if you are just tuning in, we're broadcasting from Sioux Falls this morning. It's a beautiful day here in the Diocese of Sioux Falls. Is ordination day, so pray for our priests. Um, we are so excited. Um, we have three that are coming into the priesthood today. Mm, and so awesome. We just couldn't be more excited. The thing about it, though, what? is we're not going to have ordinations for many years because we don't have any um, seminarians next in line. I didn't realize that. So it's bittersweet. Oh, yeah. So it's a reminder that we need to continue to pray for the priesthood. Mm. Uh, we are so excited and so thrilled to be welcoming three young men into the priesthood today, but they're going to be the last three for a while for the Diocese of Sioux Falls. So Pray for vocations. Amen. If you missed our earlier conversations, we had one with Sarah Beaner. We talked about how she restores statues, which was fascinating, mm-hmm. and does artwork. Um, and then we had Tiffany Hagen and Megan Dolly just on, and we were talking about the Catholic Women's Professional League and how you can join that group here in Sioux Falls. Um, if you missed any of those, go back to our website, realpresenceradio.com, or you can check out our pa- app. <laughs> I was going to say iPad. <laughs> you can get it on your iPad if you have an iPad. <laughs> Check it out on our app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can download them there. So I'm really nervous about our next discussion because it's a host She's banter. She's been sitting there like stalling. <laughs> so Teresa asked me, okay, do we have a host banner? She came in all excited. Do we have a host banner? I'm like, yeah. And she was like ready. Had a topic she wanted to talk about. And after she talked to me a few minutes about it, I'm like, okay, I get that. I get that. I get where you're going with that. So okay, should I just like give the Let's give the back first or the story? Let's give the backstory. Okay. A little bit first. <laughs> All right, backstory. And we promise you folks this has a point. <laughs> it, it, it does have a point. So um yeah, disclaimer you might want to Well never mind. We'll skip the disclaimer. No disclaimer here. We'll use the G rated version. G rated version. It's not that bad. Okay. <laughs> okay, so basically since October, I've been actively trying to get a dog. Mm-hmm. Like, I just love dogs, and I don't have a roommate right now. And, and you live so, on your own. And I live on my own, So, and I just love dogs anyway. So even if I had a roommate, I would want a dog. It's just my roommate might not want a dog. So I was seizing my opportunity while I had it. But I was just since October, applying to different places and different things would go wrong with the application or like my landlord wouldn't get back to the place or the dog I wanted was adopted out. And it's just like not happening. And at this point, a friend told me, she's like, you know, Teresa, maybe you should take it as God saying not yet. And I'm like, I really want it. it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, Finally, I kept trying, and finally, my application got approved in Aberdeen, which is like a three and a half hour drive. So it is, it is a haul, right? Um, but I was determined. So, and the dog that I so, wanted, yeah. So basically, what you're saying is that 
you got something in your mind that you really wanted. And I wouldn't let go of it. And you wouldn't let go. Which, how many of us do that? I was like white knuckling, like this idea of my yeah. perfect pet. I want, th- my life will be X, Y, and Z once I have this pet. Yeah. And yeah. And people were also telling me like, okay, you have a small apartment. If you're going to get a dog, get a small one. And I'm like, uh-huh, go big or go home, literally. <laughs> and so, and so I go up to Aberdeen on a Saturday and I visit the Humane Society and, you know, they have a bunch of dogs. Well, the one I fell in love with was a big old German Shepherd. Five-year-old German Shepherd. He was a big old dog. He was so sweet, though. And his name is Axel, which means, his name actually means my father is peace, which I took as, like, a sign, like, oh, God, God is peace. This is a gift from God, right? Yeah. So, anyway, I brought Axel home that day and you know, like anytime you get a new animal, like there's they're nervous. Period, yeah, there's a period of adjustment, and yeah. so you know he had some accidents, and I just chalked it up to like, oh, he's nervous. And yeah, I just brought him home. We traveled three hours. He doesn't know me or this place. Exactly. Yeah. And um, and in the meantime, like I'm just so excited to finally have a dog, and you know my dream was to be able to like take him on hikes and to the dog (laughs) park and meet new people you know but he's a german shepherd (laughs) and i don't really know what his like background was before but he was very protective when he was on the leash so my neighbors all hated him because almost everybody in my apartment building has a dog and so i would take him out and he'd just lunge at his leash and And he could practically pull you down because he was so big compared to you (laughs) I mean, really. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. And my um, my patio opens up into the parking lot, so he would sit by my door, and every time someone walked past, he would jump on the window and start barking at Scary. them. It was actually kind of funny, but yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> I felt really bad for the poor people who were traumatized when they went past, right? And right. so, honestly, like he wasn't he wasn't a great fit, but I loved him. Right. Well, and animals and so i had a dog that i loved but i will never ever 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 get another dog everybody you know this about me i've said this how many times to you teresa (laughs) just because i know how much work they are and i'm a single mom i have a busy life and i just it doesn't fit with my life but animals can be so therapeutic Mm -hmm. so talk about how therapeutic axel was for you Wow, this is getting personal, Heather. <laughs> you want to go there? I want to talk about the dog, she says. <laughs> that wasn't the angle I was going with the dog, but yeah. No, no. but it's true. Yeah, no, no. It was, um, you know, they say that, like, dogs can, like, pick up on your emotions and things. And mm-hmm. just, like, we need something through there. And um, so, honestly, I... F- I felt a little bit neglected by Axel in the sense of, like, yeah, he cared, but not really, <laughs> you know? Um, but just, like, having having a life, even though it's not a human life, right? But, like, mm-hmm. having a life living so closely to yourself, like, humans are made for community. And yeah. um, so, so just having something else there and to be responsible for that, like, I don't know. It was, it was very... Interesting. It was very good. But... So fast forward. Fast um, forward six weeks. Yeah. When all of a sudden I realized, huh, I've <laughs> I've been 
picking poop off of my carpet <laughs> twice a day for six weeks. For There's six something weeks. wrong here. Yeah. 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 And I kind of, I, I felt dumb for obvious reasons that like it took me that long to kind of catch on about like, no, like this dog actually isn't house trained and I couldn't keep him in a kennel either because he would bark when I wasn't home. And so my neighbors complained about that. And I, I was just like thinking about it and I was just like really sad realizing that the only answer, well, there were two answers. I could either get evicted or I could bring Axel back to the Humane Society. And I was just like really heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Um, but the more I thought about it, the more I realized that like sometimes that's what happens when we grasp after grasp after things that God doesn't like he didn't specially prepare Axel for me right like there was obstacle after obstacle and I like went out of my way and made just like a bunch of inconvenient decisions for a lot of people to be able to get Axel Mm -hmm. and it wasn't a good fit and so like I feel like God was kind of saying well you can make it work yeah but it's gonna be hard because it's it's not what I have prepared for you like literally literally right literally messy so let's go back to um a sentence that you said just a minute ago um you don't know why it took you so long to figure out that he wasn't a good fit. Mm-hmm. And I think that this relays to so many of us. Um, so I have a background that many know that listen to the show that um, I was married to an addict for 15 years. And what happens is that you love the person and you love the animal and you want what's best for them. And so you, you love them and you end up loving them through many things that aren't right. Mm. And so that's kind of what I'm hearing you talk about with Axel on a very small scale is that you wanted what was best for him because you did care about him mm-hmm. and you wanted, you know, this ideal perfect scenario in your head and you were willing to fight for it and work for it, yeah. you know? And so I think that many of us can relate with that feeling of why am I still here (laughs) after all of this time? Why didn't I do something sooner? Why didn't I do X, Y, Z? And it's always easier to see that on the outside. Mm -hmm. When you're living it in the middle of it, it has a totally different point of view. And so I think being gentle with yourself in the middle of that for whoever is going through something like that is so vital. Mm. I think that is just so vital to really understand that and hear that. Yeah. You know, because, you know, I fell in love with my ex-husband and I still love him to this day, mm-hmm. you know, and I still care for him to this day. So what I did out of love, I don't think can be 100% wrong, mm-hmm. you know. So mm-hmm. we're going to dive more into this. I know it's a strange conversation, but I think it's a great example of our daily lives and how we grasp for things. Mm-hmm. And white knuckle it. Oh my gosh. Don't you love white knuckling? Like this I'm like a fingernail prof- marks. I'm professional. <laughs> I'm a professional white knuckler. <laughs> I love that. Not- <laughs> you have white collar, then you have white knuckle. <laughs> yeah, we've got we've got scars on our hands. No. <laughs> so more bantering here with Teresa and I. I'm Heather Carroll. I'm Teresa Curley. And we are your hosts and we're gonna bring back more Real Presence Live right after this break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network.
This is Dr. Ryan Sapo with Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision specializes in pediatric eye care and vision therapy. We partner with a national infant eye exam program called Infant C, which provides eye exams for any baby under 12 months old. Many of the major childhood eye problems, such as lazy eyes, eye turns, and ocular diseases, can be detected in this early intervention exam. Infant C eye exams can be scheduled online at www.lumen.vision. Lumen Vision is a proud supporter of babies everywhere and a proud sponsor of Real Presence Radio. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. And welcome back to Real Presence Live. I'm Teresa Curley. And I am Heather Caro. Thank you for joining us this morning for broadcasting from the Mustard Seed in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Amen. Beautiful (laughs) spring morning. (laughs) We're having a little banter session talking about life decisions. It's a hard topic. I know. So we were talking about Teresa and her desire to get a dog, which is understandable. And then her realization that maybe this wasn't such a great idea Mm. through different things that this lovely dog was doing to her apartment. And, you know, there's another level. Like when you're thinking about just like (laughs) the (laughs) the idea of like white knuckling what you want and you're in denial that it's not the great fit. Well, you know, I was going into the office every day and just like telling Heather and Brett about like, oh, he keeps number two on my carpet and I can't get it up. And and I was like, but it's only because of this or that reason or that reason. Yeah. And Heather, you were like, are, are you I, sure he's not like doing number one in the corner too? And I'm like, <laughs> no, he's not. No. no, I don't see it. Like, it, no, no, it's not. And so, like, this whole time, I was just like, oh, he's just making a mess of my carpet, and that's the extent of it. Denial. Well, then, yeah. <laughs> well, then one day, I, I come home, and I open the kitchen door, and there he is, creating a puddle. Really? Yeah, exactly. And, and I, I just felt so foolish again, because I, mm. I felt like, okay, I felt like the Apostle Thomas. He's like, no, unless I can stick my hand in his side, I will not believe <laughs> 
I refused to believe <laughs> that my wonderful dog, <laughs> even though he had been doing number two, <laughs> I was in denial that he was doing number one because I didn't see it. Oh. And it, it just, yeah, it just like brought, um, brought into like reality for me, just the idea of we refuse to see like we justify our sins and refuse mm. to like actually look at it because we don't want to confront the reality. It's like if yeah. I if I actually acknowledged to myself that what I was doing was wrong or the choices I was making weren't that great, well then I would have to change something about it. So I'm just going to avoid that conversation. Yeah. Because once I realize that something's wrong, I have to do something about it. You have it. to do something. Yeah. And that's where you came to. You realized, okay, I can't ignore this anymore because I'm seeing him right now. And so then to make the tough decision of, okay, we're not a good fit. And then coming to peace with that, because that was a very hard decision for you to make. It was. Um, And then to make the journey with him to Aberdeen, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's sad. But I think it's also showing maturity in you that, um, yeah, we all do that. (laughs) Don't we all do that? Yeah. We're all guilty of that. We all want certain things and chase after certain things and grasp for certain things because we think it's right. So hindsight, going back, what do you think God wants for you in this situation? Well, I did find, I I, I found that like, um, that like having a dog for me, and I, I still would like to get a dog eventually at some point another one. Um, but it became more of like it brought me more into myself as opposed to outside myself, you know. Because mm. here I was like focusing all this attention on having a, a dog and taking care of something when I could be helping serve at the banquet, but I couldn't because I had to be with my dog, you know. And mm. so um, it's kind of like a priority shift of like no, like yes, I could have this like perfect world when I have a pet and like Mm -hmm. my pet is like always perfectly well groomed and everything it's like or I could be living in community and living the faith but I have to tell you about (laughs) about my prayer that I that I made when I like so I came to the decision of like no Axel's not a great fit Mm -hmm. I need to bring him back but it was like really hard for me and I was like crying the whole day and so um, and for people who aren't dog people I'm sure they're just like rolling their eyes yeah, right now we don't care lady <laughs> we don't care about your dog but I think it's the bigger picture that we're after yeah yeah and um, and so I knew I was going to flip flop on my decision like I, I knew I was and be like oh it's not that bad yeah. and so I prayed and like Lord please like please help me go through with this and Please let him do something to tick me off so that way I'll be ready to bring him back. And sure enough, there was. (laughs) My carpets were so bad in the next 24 hours, worse than the entire six weeks. I was like, oh, thank you, Lord. You answered my prayer not in the way I was expecting. (laughs) But it serves me right for like grasping and white knuckling. It's not like a serves you right sort of thing. Like, I don't think God works like that. (laughs) Serves you right. I'll show you. But yeah, yeah. It just, it it goes to show that, well, and I think too, just admitting, you know, to yourself that maybe I didn't make the right decision because that's Mm -hmm. always hard, you know, because you were so convinced. I was. And and I like argued with, not argued, that's a strong point. You weren't arguing. I was arguing about like, yes, this is why I need a dog. This is why it's the perfect Because people who know me know that I'm just like, 
the dog. <laughs> well, I'm just, well, I... No, I wasn't... <laughs> People who know me know that if they ask me a question, I'm going to give you a straight answer. Mm. You know, and I'll try to be nice about it, you know, but I would, you know, whenever Teresa would be like, do you think I should get a dog? I I would always be like, no, I don't think so. (laughs) (laughs) And, you know, and I was just very honest. I'm like, you're young, you're busy, blah, blah, blah. You fill in the blanks, whatever. Um, So I, I know that you thought about it for a long time. But I also feel like we all tend to do that. Mm. You know, we all tend to, I don't know, to ignore what God really wants. And so, you know, like when we had Tiffany and Megan here and they're talking about discernment, I think that's always in the forefront of a lot of our lives is discernment. Mm. And how do we go about that in a better and easier way so that we don't have to clean up messes and cry dropping somebody off for three hours? You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I think it's all learning. Y'all continue to learn. I got that from you, didn't I? Y'all. <laughs> Y'all. Yeah. So I think we're all guilty of that. Um, and I think that if we just continue to push forward, I think that's the key. But what if you really, really want something? Then God will, if it's right for you, it'll happen. You know? But what if it's not right for me? I still want it. Oh. What do you do then? I don't know. I don't know. Heather is stumped. You can still go through with it, but it'll be messy. You'll need to hire a professional carpet cleaner. <laughs> That's <is> so accurate. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think, too, it, it, it begs the question, because I went through a lot of uh, 12-step groups, too, that talk about um, making excuses. And mm-hmm. I think that that is one thing that I heard a lot from you, mm-hmm. not in a bad way, and I don't want you to take that in a bad way, but just making up reasons why things were going on. And, yeah. it, and it happens with all of us. It happens, I do it with my child. I do it, you know, for my mother. I do it for a lot of people in my life. And mm-hmm. that doesn't necessarily mean it's correct, but to make excuses for people and things, I think when you find yourself doing that a lot, you need to take a step back and look at it. Why am I making so many excuses for this person's behavior mm-hmm. or this dog's behavior or whatever it might be? Take a better look at that. You know, is there something more going on that you need to address that you don't want to look at? Because that's nine times out of ten the problem. Yeah. And I mean... Seriously, six weeks. <laughs> Let's see, that's 42 days. Twice a day. It's 84. 84 piles I had to pick up. Oh. Glad you got Real professional. Life. Glad you got professional cleaners. Yes, there. yes. Okay. And for the record, if anyone comes over to my apartment, the carpet is clean. Everything is disinfected, deodorized. We are good. Yeah. But a life lesson. Yes. Definitely a life lesson. Yeah. What are you going to grasp after next? And is it going to be of God? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. yeah. No, I think it's just like really a lesson to um, just trust because like I've, I kind of felt God was saying like, yeah, you can have this, but it'll be really hard, but I have something else for you. And I can't really see what that something else is. We get impatient. So I just need to lean on it. Yeah. yeah. And wait on the Lord. 
Yeah, we get impatient so often. Mm. Ugh. Mm. Oh, especially this day and age. So impatient, wanting the next thing right now. Yeah. For sure. Cool. Any last thoughts about Axel before we wound up that conversation? I miss him. And if you're in the Aberdeen area and have a yard... He's at the yard. Humane Society. Not a living room. <laughs> <laughs> yes, if you have a fenced in yard, you would love him. Oh and I would love to visit. I'm sorry, that's not the last thought you were thinking of. <laughs> for something more introspective. <laughs> Trust in the Lord and don't white knuckle. Because if it's God's will for you, you won't have to white knuckle it. Yeah. Amen. I love it. Well, folks, if you're just tuning in, you are listening to Real Presence Live. I'm Heather Caro. I'm Teresa Curley. And we're broadcasting today from Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We're broadcasting from the Mustard Seed. And it's like you can hear the doorbells ding, 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 ding. And the reason is because it's ordination day. And so what happens is everybody comes to town. And ordination starts in about a half an hour. So we have three three deacons becoming priests today so we're super excited about that in our diocese so be sure to continue to pray for vocations and the priesthood our priests need our prayers now more than ever Mm. amen so big things coming up Uh, we have john is going to be joining us next on the air and then we have um a best of on Monday, because it is Memorial Day. Woot, woot. You doing anything exciting for Memorial Day? I am driving to Fargo. Wow. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I am excited. Wow. I am excited. Exciting. Yeah. So, for those of you that have not heard our producer here, Eli, I'm throwing him under the bus now because I have a minute to do it. <laughs> um, Eli has <laughs> resigned and is taking a position in Vermilion, which I'm super sad about. But we get him in South Dakota, so that is a good thing. But this is the last show he's producing for me. <gasps> Eli! <laughs> so, don't leave us! So if you uh, know Eli, you've heard his voice, um, we are grateful for the time that he's given us. You will still hear him maybe next week, once or twice, but... This is my last show with him, and I'm quite sad. She's sitting over here crying if you can't tell Eli. And glaring at the same time. (laughs) So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. John Markham is going to be on with us from the Knights of Columbus and Bemidji Fishing Tournament. So stay tuned. More Real Presence Live right after this. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. 